Hi, this is Charlie. And this is Jeff. Welcome to the TG Buck Pool Podcast. Jeff, how's it going? It's going great. Uh, To be honest with you, I'm pretty tired right now. We had a big, big football game for our local high school football team, Luxembourg Casco. Took a ride down the old Camp Randall last night and got back about 2 o'clock this morning. Didn't turn out as good as we had hoped, but it was cool seeing the team down there in the community. It's pretty fun. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, our very own uh, Tweet Garrett. Um, we have a youth apprentice by the name of Max Ronsman. And he's one of our plumbing apprentices. He's a, the starting quarterback for our football team. So it's pretty cool to see all of our guys down there. That's awesome. So, like Davey Dalcor, John Birch, all of our Luxembourg clan was down there. It was fun kind of hanging out with all the guys. So kind of forget so. that Max is QB1. And yeah, he works at Tweet Garrett. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. I think Tanya put, uh, I think. John Bursch had, had said to put something on the Big Blue. If you haven't seen it yet, there's a little article about him in there and stuff. That was nice that they did that. So Yeah, congrats, Max. What a I mean, don't let yep. don't let yesterday deter. I mean, what an awesome season it was. Congrats. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. But hunting related on the way down there, I was riding down there with my buddy Travis. And uh, you know, if you go through the infamous town Rosendale, you know you're gonna you gotta go and you can't <laughs> speed through Rosendale, right? Everybody knows that, I hope. Well, we stopped at that gas station. I think it's the second gas station in town. And across the thing, there was like, oh, there's a bow shop. So I stopped in there. I was like, oh, let's, go, let's go check out the new bows. All the new bows came out this week. Matthews, Hoyts, all these bows were there. So we went in there and sure as shit, the owner had some. He's like, you guys want to shoot them? So we shot all of these bows. It was, it was really cool. We were there for like 45 minutes before the game. In Rosendale? Um, in Rosendale. It's called Sam Bows. Sam Bows Bow Shop. Wow. Yeah, a little shout out to those guys. It was pretty cool that he did that. But the funny thing that happened, so I'm a Matthews guy. I got a Matthews phase four, the new bow, and so does Casey. A lot of us guys do. Well, they had the new Matthews lifter, and I shot that, and it's awesome. You know, they made a bunch of changes to them, and it, I really liked it. I'm sure my wife won't like it when I say I want to buy one again, <laughs> but I won't. I, I don't think she'll let me do that this year. But I tried the new Hoyt, and I think it's called the Alpha. And that was a really nice bow, too. But this is what happened. The first time I drew back on it, I was about three-quarters of a way and done the drawback, and the, and the string rolled off the cams, and then a ball blew up in my left hand like it snapped. But nothing broke, and I didn't release it. It wasn't a dry fire. The guy was standing there, and my release was still on the string. And he's like, oh, my God, I have never seen that in my Ouch. life. It scared the shit out of me. That's uh, nothing happened. Nobody got hurt, but it was freaky. It was nuts. I don't know what if the factory didn't have the string on right or. That's not a great selling point for the bow. I know. I said, and I said, well, that's why I'm a Matthews guy. But <laughs> it, the bow was. He gave me a different one. He gave me the carbon one. After that, the carbon uh, Hoyt, and they're all really nice. I, I am. All these bows nowadays are so nice. Right now, it's just crazy. It's just a matter of what feels good in your hand, you know. Is that why you're a Matthews guy as opposed to something else? Or is it something where you yeah, got I really, one? I really like the feel of it. Yeah. yeah. You got one years yeah. ago and have just stuck with it kind yeah. of thing. I, well, I started out with bear. Uh, I've, I've always actually got more deer with my bear bowl than, than I have with my Matthews stuff. But yeah, it, it is what it is. But yeah, I just like the way they feel, but the Hoyts were really nice too. I mean, it's like, you can't really tell different feel on the draw length and all that stuff. It's just different little, what do you want to call it? Idiosyncrasies on them. Right. So, yeah. Well, we did have a few bucks taken down. In fact, from what I can count, we've had four since our last podcast. Yeah. And uh, 
First one we have down on the list is Nick Coe, who's a project manager here in De Pere. And uh, Jeff, what do you know about Nick's buck? Well, I know that he texted me that, and funny thing is, he got that buck out of the same stand his wife did the week before, which is really cool. And then we got a little story on her picture on that. But um, he saw it on Friday evening on a trail camera near a different stand, and he moved to that stand Saturday morning and got him around 7. He passed on an iffy shot and got a good one at 20 yards. No video because his GoPro is too cold. So it's a pretty nice little, I think, I believe it's an eight-pointer. Let me uh, go on the website once and pull that up. He he was uh, telling I'm me prepared. the story about his GoPro, and I said, would that ever stop you from, you know, like, and if you listen to last week's podcast, Casey did a lot of talking about, like, getting the camera in the right position. And my thought is, like, the camera's fun and everything, but uh, would you ever actually let, a camera mess up your hunt, you know, like if you didn't have the camera in the right position, would you pass up on a shot? And Nick said, absolutely not. Like it wouldn't have stopped him. Um, yeah. It just, I, I'm, I'm not used to sort of hunting and also yeah. preparing to broadcast it. So it, it is a different it, thing. There is a lot of guys though, that after a while with bull hunting or just any kind of hunting, you get so many deer, but the next goal or, is to get one on video and get mm-hmm. a good shot of it and all that stuff. So that's, I I have a couple, like I'm just with myself when it's real grainy video, but yeah, I mean, I never would do that. If a one came in, oh, I don't have the right angle on my camera, you know, mm-hmm. but I know that Casey is going above and beyond. He's got different cameras and shit and on, on his tree. And if you haven't seen the videos on some, of them, I know he's trying to edit it, all of them, but he's got one on his bowl. He's got one on his tree and he's got some pretty cool foot uh, footage of it too so hopefully he gets that down and we can get that posted on the site i've also never heard of a gopro getting too cold like i thought the whole point of the gopro was that it was sort of all weather but um yeah i the only times i've ever had a camera for a hunt is if somebody else is sitting with me or or a couple years ago when my son had his first deer come up I kind of wish I would have had the camera rolling but i thought he's probably already nervous enough as it is he doesn't need his dad hovering over his shoulder with a camera rolling. So if he does miss, now I've got that to hold over his head for the rest of his life. So I did not record when uh, when my son shot his first buck. And now yeah. I kind of regret it, but if it would have made a miss, I would have regretted it even more. So I'm just, yeah, yeah. the camera stuff kind of messes me up because I also think about my grandpa somewhere going like, who cares about the goddamn camera? Shoot the deer. I know, I know. It sure is cool, though, because I go back and look at mine. I got two of them on video, and, and they're not anything to brag about. They're real shitty. I have, like, this bracket that holds a phone, and I, I got to remember to hit play and all that shit. And But it's neat to go back and look at it, especially it, you got to use Luminoc arrows and all that stuff so you can see the arrow. Otherwise, you don't know what the hell's going on, you know? It just so. – I get it. I, I really get it, and it's a cool thing to have, but it feels like – there's already enough once buck fever kicks in, you know, there's already enough of thinking to do without also like, oh, yeah, I got to make sure this is working and make sure that's on. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll just shoot the deer. Yeah, actually, I'm getting a text message from uh, one of our tweak geared buck pool legends, Travis Clawhatch. He's off today. I'm working from home today. Got to get a bunch of bids up. But he just uh, on the way back, he's going to stop in and see my shop and all that stuff. He's going to come in and be a guest here. So he's going to have his kid with. So he's going to come in the house and. Nice. Tell us what he did today to get ready for the hunt for tomorrow. And so that's kind of cool. Got a bunch of, if anybody's listening before this party or I'm having a party tonight. So anybody's more than welcome to stop over. 
I so. it occurred to me today this is my twenty seventh opening weekend as an employee at Tweet Garrett, and this is the first time I've been here on the Friday. <laughs> The yeah. first time I've ever been in the in in the shop or office on the Friday of uh, before. Yeah, I know. Of- I think a lot of us a lot of us would like not to be working right now. I just we're really trying to get work and you know for all the boys out in the field here. So going above and beyond me and you, Charlie, doing our thing. Yeah, right. Sitting yeah. here recording a podcast. Yeah, right. Well, that's <laughs> important too. So the next but, uh, uh, the next buck we got on the list is Al Van Munn, who. Uh, the thing I like about Al's buck is that he had his son with him and helping out. Yeah. And that's a really, that's a cool moment for Al. It is. That's it, super cool. It's a, like you said, it's a barely legal spike. And I don't know if he really meant, he probably thought it was a doll. I mean, that's how small it is, but he, he got to spend that with his son and they both laughed about it together and they both tracked it together. It's a pretty cool lesson for his son, Tanner. Mm-hmm. So and Al's a super cool shit. So it's got, he filled the freezer. He's a freezer filler, just like Rock Daniels would say on the on his podcast. So. I I I know I've said it on the podcast before. I can hear my dad's voice saying, "You can't eat the antlers." So. You can't eat the horns. Yeah. Uh, next yeah. up, a really nice buck by uh, Hunter Tingley, uh, local four hundred plumbing apprentice. And correct me if I'm wrong. Is this the first deer in the history yes. of our pool ever shot in Illinois? It is. It's the first Illinois buck, so that's pretty cool. It I says, want to say we're up to like eight different states now for for uh, deer taken from states here, different states. It says Richland Wisconsin. County, Illinois. I don't have a clue what that. That could be anywhere, not Chicago. Yeah, that's... I'm not exactly sure exactly where it was. He was on a lease with his dad, so that's kind of cool. Those two got to spend some time together for the week. I know it's not the one he was after. He said he was waiting for a monster. You know, like all leases, there's giants on these leases. That's why guys pay the money to do it. But the you couldn't get a shot at anything, but in the last day, you couldn't see he had to settle for this big old eight pointer. It's a really nice eight pointer, potentially top five. That's a nice buck to settle for. That was my question. Yeah. Do you think that one maybe cracks the top five this year? I, I think so. That's another reminder for the guys, too. Let's try to get some scores on these things. So, you know, we kind of go into the middle of next week. We like to know where we're all standing a little bit, you know. It's kind of fun to look at. Mm-hmm. So I got to keep, keep in contact with some of these guys. Even if you put the tape on yourself temporarily you know not officially let's all have an idea where we're sitting here so. right and the last but, one we got is a, a mysterious i'm gonna let you take this one because i don't want to say anything i shouldn't seems like an identity that doesn't want to be revealed yeah um just a minute once I, let me look at the text i can't remember what because i think over the podcast we can mention his name and i get it on the on the websites and stuff some guys don't want their names plastered all over the stuff which is totally understandable um I, I prefer the mystery. I don't want to know who it is. <laughs> yeah. Let's just go call him JW. I know he's a metal. He's a tradesman here at, uh, at a race on shop. And uh, here's my dog. Travis is here. Charlie, oh. can you take over? I'll put on mute. You can kind of go through things. I'll get him in the house and get my dog calmed down. This is live. No editing. Well, I will edit this if you want me to. I mean, no, I didn't realize... Fine. When you said Travis was coming, it was like imminent, like he's coming he right now. He texted me, said he'd be here in five. Is he jumping on then? Yeah, I'm going to go get him in the house. Cool. Okay. I'll, I'll wait. I'll be right back. Okay. You want to introduce your guest? Well, we got a guest here. A buddy of mine just stopped in. A little local Tweet Garrett Buck Pool legend, Travis Claw, is here. Travis. Hello. 
Yeah, so Travis's what, uh, what name is... What going on today, Travis? Uh, not much. Just sighting in the guns and getting ready for opening day tomorrow. Yeah, I think that's... We're on the same board. I got so much shit to do. I have to... I have to get my license yet. I just got mine I have last my night in my pocket to remind me to do this after the meeting. I keep forgetting to do it. So it's nice you can get them online now. It feels like it's that kind of year that uh, it is. A lot of people I talk to are like, "Oh, I don't even have my license yet. I haven't packed yet." I'm like, "I thought it was just me. I guess it's not." Yeah. So we were talking about this mystery man who yeah. uh, shot. Uh, Got this buck, a, a nice big six-pointer. It is. In uh, Green Lake County. So it wasn't even yeah, out for it. an hour. Yeah, it didn't happen real fast. He just went down there. Got He must have some property down in Green Lake County. And he went down there. And within an hour, he had this six-pointer on the ground. Not much for brow tines. He's pretty excited to get it on their property, though. I want to say he had a four-acre property there that he got it on. So pretty cool. He works it's, at the right sound shop. So you a, guys can go figure out who it is. Initials are JW. <laughs> I'm not yeah, even going to guess. Cool. I'll leave that alone. I know. But congratulations, yeah. mystery person, on a nice buck. Yeah, it is. So as far so as that the, brings us, yeah, the, as far as the standings go, we're no different than last week. Nothing's been measured in the last week, as far as I can tell. No. Oh, there is something that changed, and I was hoping Casey was going to be on here. He did bring it to an official score. Okay. And me and Casey both learned a lot on how really to dive into and really score some deer. And I knew I had a, I had a pretty good idea on it. So where I messed up, he had some little stickers that were an inch long. And you bought the tape up to the base of the antler and you'd measure it. Well, they were all an inch. So that's, there was three of them like that, that, that had three inches. You take those off. His, his score was 170 and three eighths. And we scored it at 173 and 78. So what, what me and Casey were doing, we were like a half inch off this 170 plus inch deer. And I guess what happened was with these little burrs, when you look at the bottom of the burr, there's like this little line, like it's like a burr line on that, on the little horn, that sticker that sticks out. That's where you measure from. You don't butt it up to the, the base of the, oh. of the main beam. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Got it. So that was something I never knew. So a lot of the little stickers, the more often than not, they don't count. But even if they're like an inch, there's like burr line on it. You can tell. And so, that's, that's so where Casey's you officially buck, measure it. His buck only broke the record by 14 inches instead of 17. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was not uh, disappointed by any means. It was just interesting to see where it came in at. That was Stan Zerbel that scored it. Guy out of Wayside. He's a real kind of a legend in the scoring and scoring, uh, whatever you want to call it, pool for guys. So he's been around for a long time. Measured a couple world world class bucks and stuff, so guy knows his shit. Cool that so, you that guys cool got to did that. cool that you guys got to witness it actually from somebody who well, who does this yeah. professionally. I, I wish I was there. Casey was there, and I told him to really take some notes on how the guy was doing it and stuff. I wish I could have went and whatever. So, so yeah. yeah, we still have Casey in first, Kent in second, Luke Elliott in third. Isaac Blahoviak in fourth, and that's the same as it was last week when we when we recorded. Yeah. So I got a feel. Well, I mean, maybe that top four or five is not going to change, but uh, we have to have a lot of deer entering the somebody, pool in the next week, right? Somebody during this opening week is going to crack something pretty big, I think. So I think there's going to it's cooling off, or it's going to be a nice day today, but it's going to cool off tomorrow. And so, Travis, I think mm -hmm. I didn't look at the weather at all, but opening day, it's always good. 
So what's your plan? What are you guys doing? Well, I am actually, oh, I'm going to finish working today and I got a party that I'm putting on and a lot of the guys are coming deer camp. Let's call it 2023, the Bloviac shack. (laughs) And, uh, I am just going to sit 200 yards behind my house here and overlook a big field. There's like a runway. I'm going to call it a flyway of deer that go from pothole to pothole. And I've been lucky the last couple of years. I've gotten two, two wall hangers out of there. Nothing real giant or anything, but nice deer. Like I said, gun hunting, it really isn't my thing. I like doing it. It's more of a, I go hunting for shacks more than I do for deer. Right. Hanging out with some of the guys. So go up north for a couple days, get away and get away from the wife type thing. And hang on up there. Might take some buddies up there this weekend too. So, well, I've, I've somehow managed to avoid this for, uh, for 30 years, but it was just sort of the perfect storm this year for me where opening day, my kids are marching in the holiday parade in the morning and then they have a band concert in the afternoon. And then my son has his football banquet in the evening Oh. And to top that all off, it's my wife's birthday. So um, so I look you like know, a good guy for staying home for a day. But as my wife likes to say, you're staying for yeah. the kids, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't these people know that it's deer hunting? Uh, Gosh darn it. Actually, what's kind of funny is, so I, I saw the principal at Green Bay East High School last weekend at my daughter's musical, and I wanted to give her some shit for it. And she said, this was at 9.30 on a Friday night. She said, I'm actually on my way up north to go deer hunting right now. She's a bow hunter. So is her husband and her son. And they were already at their property in Marinette County. Like, she's fully aware that all of this is happening during deer hunting because she's also a deer hunter. So, because that was my thought. Doesn't anybody at East High hunt deer? The principal does, actually. So. Well, I kind of got the same situation. My daughter's in high school basketball now. She's got a game on Tuesday. So it kind of throws a wrench in the gears right now. Mm Mm-hmm. For me going up north for a couple of days, I usually go to Tomahawk area, sit up there at the cabin and hunt in the big woods there for a couple of days. But I'll stick around home probably and maybe go up Thursday or Friday. We'll see. So we deer hunting. I mean, I have a lot of relatives that I only see once a year and it's at deer hunting. And I just couldn't stomach the thought of not seeing all of them and not going to my stand for at least a little bit. So I am leaving early Sunday morning with my buddy Tyson and we're going to go and uh, and hunt for about a day and a half. And, and get to go out to dinner Sunday night with family and get to see it. It's cool. not the same as it has been, you know, for the last 25 years, but uh, it, it's something. It's better than mm-hmm. completely missing it. So, yeah, but yeah, I'm glad you're getting out there anyways. Exactly. And, and I always yeah. do second weekend with my father-in-law at his property, and that's a, that's a riot. So we still get to do yeah. that. It just it feels cool. weird seeing the, seeing the office on Orange Friday as opposed to uh, – you know, being yeah. out there with everybody. I hear you. Certainly not looking for sympathy. I know a lot of people are working today, so um, yeah, respect. Mm-hmm. So the last thing I got yeah. on the list here is we we have a nice prize this week. Um, a hundred dollar Cabela's gift card, courtesy of Jeff Beaudry, our old friend Jeff Beaudry at Delta T. To cool. do you know how to pronounce his last name? I'm going to say it's Gary Bame. Could be Gary. I, I would say Bame. Gary Bame, sheet metal foreman maybe, and Tomahawk. Maybe you say it like a maybe you say it like the deer call. Gary Bame. <laughs> like that? Maybe. He might he might pronounce it like that during the deer season. 
I would if I if was it, him. If it brings in bucks, I mean, why not, right? <laughs> he just says, says his name in the deer stand all day. <laughs> Bane. Gary. Yeah. Congrats, Gary. And then for yeah, the, that's cool. Congratulations, Gary. And then for the next, for every day, like we did last year, every day during hunting season, during mm-hmm. gun hunting season, it's going to be another prize. Yeah, seriously, dude. We got so many freaking prizes from all of our vendors this year. We're able to do the nine day gun season. We'll do the Chris, probably the 12 days of Christmas. And then plus I got to go shopping with all of our money that we got from the entries and whatnot. So there is a ton of stuff, a lot of opportunities to win some stuff. So I, hope that makes a lot of people happy. There's a lot of opportunities to win. So yeah, they're to razz each other for winning <laughs> a lot of prizes, a lot, a lot of big gift cards coming up this week yeah. um, and a lot of winners. So mm-hmm. some of them are like two, three, four winners. So yeah. uh, in a day. Yeah. So yeah, everybody stay tuned for that. Charlie's got it all automated every day in the morning. It's going to pop up. I don't It'll be on the website. I don't have it done yet, so don't make any promises. But you don't have it done yet? No, I don't. Yeah, that's a lot of work. Thank you for doing that, Charlie. So I'll, that be, is, I'll be sitting if, there tonight working on it. If you guys don't know, there's a shit ton of work that goes into that stuff, and Charlie does a lot with that, with especially with the videos and uploading these prizes. I just don't know how to do it, and we're all trying to take turns doing it, and Charlie does a wonderful job at that. I do. <laughs> I fall behind frequently, but other yeah, than that. Well, it's, we got to. Well, I found out out of goodness of our hearts. I found out yesterday that there are upload rules on YouTube, apparently. So all these stupid videos (laughs) of the the spinning prize wheel, uh, I can't upload too many at the same time or they think I'm a a bot and they kick me off. Because that's exactly what happened yesterday. Cool. So you got anything else? Anyways, uh, Travis is sitting here and uh, he's going across some articles on his phone. What, What is that story you just read? Uh, Pretty interesting. So in Buffalo County, uh, there was a bow hunter that shot a cougar. And I guess just a, a quick overview of it. The guy walked into a stand and he had a, a buck decoy out. And he seen something moving in the in the back. And uh, it came out and ended up being the cougar. And it made it sound like he was in the tree because he had a harness on. But it... Uh, it actually was stalking him and he shot it at like 10 yards and he right away called the DNR violation hotline. And the next day they went there with a biologist and whoever does the investigating and they didn't uh, charge him with anything. He was writing his, he was right for shooting it because they believe it was actually stalking him. And, uh, yeah, they found it 120 yards from his stand, and they said it was the first cougar shot, I think, in 115 years. Holy shit. Wisconsin. That and just for clarification, of. you're talking about a mountain lion and not the local 45-year-old widow? <laughs> <laughs> it was a mountain lion? Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Holy shit. Could you imagine? That's scary. It was uh, 128 pounds. Holy crap. It's one thing when that happens when you got a like a firearm on you, right? But if you're out there with a bow, that's a precious shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got the, the article's actually on the DNR website. We can. Wow, that's interesting. Not to read that during the. Cause I, I seen it on the book of faces, so I had to do some uh, investigating to to verify it was true. But yeah, it's on the DNR website. Wow, that's freaky. Oh, for you guys, you know, tuna boys out there, watch out for those cougars. 
They <laughs> came from the Dakotas. That guy better Sailing not be those local watering holes. He better not be in the tavern tonight telling everybody how he shot a cougar and then tricked the DNR. Not yeah. not a cool move. Yeah. That's freaky. I know every once in a while there's a report that like this guy's looking at my trail camera even out by us here. So you get your wandering mail. I think they they said they figure there's roughly around twenty in Wisconsin right now. Really? I think there's some multiple pictures of the same one, but they're guessing roughly at about twenty. Well, you gotta love those predators, you know. The wolves and the bears and the cougars. Oh my. <laughs> I think I think that's a good spot to end this on actually yeah so cool. thanks for that story it's interesting any uh Other than that, good luck this weekend yeah. boys listen to the dirty pointer second week of deer camp what's another good song ted nugent old fred bear i listen to all the time I'm trying to think of a playlist i'm going to put together tonight for the party yeah it's a <laughs> just good those time three songs bonding. on repeat just those three songs i just repeat <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, good right. luck to you, Charlie. Yeah, good luck, you guys, and everybody I else know. out there listening. Have a have a great season, and uh, hopefully we'll check back in next week. Yeah, let's try to get together like on a midweek or something, Charlie. Right. We'll kind of maybe do this again on Teams, and I'm sure we'll get a lot of text messages from the guys and gals. Cool, yeah, we'll so. get everybody caught up. All right. All right, guys, good luck. Marty, come up.